welcome to the Eclectic Collection. Today we have episode 32, Get Lost. A long time ago, in, well, actually it was our galaxy, I was a wee tot, we're talking late 70s, and I feel like some brief explanation is involved with the dynamics of my family. I'm the youngest of four, but I am a hardcore, not planned happy accident, for lack of better euphemisms. There is a chasmic jump, um, close to 18 years between uh, oldest sibling and youngest sibling, and uh, the closest in, in, in jump is probably 13 and a half, 14 years. So not being a little kid that was typical, since I grew up at mentally aged 18, everybody was older. And Saturdays, very often, back in the day, in the late 70s, I felt as though my mom and dad seemed to be invited to every wedding in the continental United States. Now, in reality, I have this crazy big Italian family, all of which my first cousins, I was just off kilter in timing with them, were busy getting married, having engagement parties, showers, rehearsal dinners, etc. So in truth, it was just seeming like it was a lot. I mean, it was a lot, but my mom and dad were always out going to these weddings and these events. Therefore, my poor older siblings were left to look over me, which of course I thought was the coolest thing in the world for them, because who doesn't want to spend quality time with me? Although looking back, that may not have been the situation. And I found this out one night, very hardcore. So it was a typical Saturday, which for me, it felt like I was always abandoned on Saturday nights by mom and dad. They went out. I think it actually was a wedding and they were going pretty much the whole day. They left, went to a mass, came back, got cleaned up and then left in different clothes to go to a reception. And I think they left at down at four o'clock or something and everything was pretty much in Philly back then. So they had a little bit of a drive at a park, et cetera. And I knew they weren't going to be home until later. My brother was a fireman. So he was often at the fire station and, you know, running on a call. So although he was there, uh, he kind of had the easy out because he might have to go to a fire. So he would be there, but obviously not the one that was always going to stay sometimes, but usually not. And my oldest sister had gotten married young, so she was already out of the house, thus leaving my closest sister in age, who still has a good 14 years on me. Even though when we go out, they card her and assume that I'm the older one. Hmm, why is that? Must be the gray hair. So she has always had a baby face, so I guess that's why. She usually enjoyed watching me, obviously. However, I'm sure that was a little bit of a uh, struggle considering she had her, at the time, Burger King posse uh, of friends, and I, of course, thought they were coming over to see me. So she was probably stuck here so friends could come here, but she obviously couldn't go out because she would have to drag me along. Now, not going to lie, went to a lot of places with my siblings and had lots of fun. Used to crawl around on the fire trucks, used to totally go in the back of Burger King, back when Burger King was what it used to be in the 70s tier. I would like to point out that my sister actually got a five-year pin in gold, yes, and went to the Burger Boa Championships. Yes, that's a thing. People actually competed to find out just how many ounces of burger are in their burgers. And it was quite the big deal. Lots of bragging rights. But I would always be there because mom and dad were always tied up somewhere and they were good to uh, take care of me. However, this 
one night sticks out. It was a Saturday. They left for said wedding. I don't even know what cousin was getting married. And it was tricky because I am a first cousin, but because of my age, generally with no kids were involved, even though mentally I completely disavowed myself from being a child, I was still in that label. So I wasn't able to go. Therefore, I didn't catch the invite. And a lot of times it was just aunts and uncles since we had such a big family. So getting sick of probably constantly having to watch me. And again, it was a weekend. She just had no patience this one night. And I remember clearly my brother was making some sort of food product with one of the guys from the firehouse. And they were getting ready to take said food product back to the fire station. So they weren't going to stick around. They weren't going to be there. They were just there at the moment. And I don't know what I wanted, what I said. It wasn't important, but I just kept asking questions. And what are we going to do? We're going to play cards. Like, you know, I was at the time maybe five. So that's a limiting kind of a thing. We're talking crazy eights, a little bit of Simon. Still have my Simon, still love it. Uh, obviously, TVA was limited, but, you know, it was Saturday night. So there was that whole uh, Fantasy Island love boat thing going on. And, of course, the solid gold dancers. But it was too soon for that because that lineup didn't start till seven. You know, you remember that lineup. If you don't, you should watch it on uh, reruns. And I had probably two, three hours and didn't really know what we were going to do. Me, of course, planning a wonderful night, thinking it would be fantastic. It was a Saturday. I was being occupied and babysat with great people. It was good times. Thinking, of course, that it centered around me because my universe was me at the time since I was five. Well, she was brewing and I probably should have noticed, but I was five, so I didn't notice, didn't take the hint. And after the 86th question in a row, what are we doing? Where are we going? What are we going to do? Are your friend's coming over? What's happening? God knows what I was asking her, but I was probably driving her crazy. My sister turned around and lashed out and said, get lost. Well, I was instantaneously traumatized. I could not believe that she didn't want to spend every possible moment with me on a Saturday night, much less to be so caustic as to say something like, get lost. To this day, clearly, it sticks with me. And it's what I make fun of her about all the time. I'm like, hmm, get lost? Do you want me to get lost? We literally text each other that every now and again when something's bad or a person's being annoying and doesn't take the social cue. I'm like, get lost. So I uh, would like to tell you that I got over it, but I, no, not quite. However, it was so stunning to me at the time, I could not believe that that was even uttered. I was like, that's it? You're done? I'm clearly having this conversation with mom and dad. Meanwhile, my brother is laughing because he witnesses the whole thing, but he was leaving anyway. So it made for a very sad, melancholy Saturday night. I basically sat watching TV, essentially alone, didn't really say much, had nobody to play Crazy Eights with. She clearly wanted nothing to do with me that night and was just stewing that she was stuck there watching me. I still don't know what I did other than probably just the fact that she had to watch me and uh, was asking annoying questions or something like five-year-olds do. And um, yeah, so here we are. How many years later? And I said, you know, that's a story that needs to be told because right up there with the whole Mexico situation. Yeah, I think people need to know that. Um, she, of course, disagrees wholeheartedly. 
The funny part to that is that when mom and dad did return home, of course I was up because I was not the kid to go to bed. Still am not. Very nocturnal. And I immediately was like, she told me to get lost. I can't believe it. And of course they yelled at her, which was great because mm, she was impatient. And since my mother is the most patient human on the earth, well, obviously that was worth getting uh, scolded. So they were like, what did you do? Why did you say that? Why would you upset her? And I was like, because you were mean to me. You deserved it. Later, a few months, actually, we were all sitting in the den on a random Wednesday or Thursday night watching some bad made-for-TV movie that seemed like was always a thing in the 80s. And I had no interest in it. But I was sitting on the couch with my sister, and she had a container of Pringles. And I just started reaching my hand into the container of Pringles because, as you know, Pringles are a commodity. Everybody likes Pringles. I mean, who doesn't like Pringles? And I started reaching into Pringle container and eating the Pringles. And it's not even like they were household Pringles. They were her Pringles. So I just was munching on them. And after the third or fourth time that I went for Pringle extraction, she basically slapped my hand and was like, go get your own Pringles. And I thought, oh, wow, how bold of you to yell at me yet again in front of mom when we're just a few months past the get lost incident, which has gone down in the archives. So I forget nothing, which is problematic and uh, definitely for her. However, uh, get more than one jar of Pringles is my advice to anyone if you want to share Pringles because you can't eat just one for real. It's my little plug for Pringles. Anyhow, those are just some things that went on in classic sibling rivalry. Although I have to say, it really was never an issue. I was kind of blind to it. But looking back, there were many a day that I was uh, with my siblings because mom and dad seemed to be out all the time in some wedding or some event. And, uh, you know, then that kind of slows down as you get older. But for now, it's noteworthy. I uh, could tell you that everything smoothed out and it's never been an issue again but I do love bringing it up we have a great relationship the only problem is yeah they get lost it's a black smudge on our past it'll never leave just saying never forgetting it but who's counting on the flip side in fairness credit where credit is due shortly thereafter this incident I did something rather bad as a five-year-old and uh, my sister got me out of it, or at least protected me for the time being. I was watching Sesame Street, as I often did, and one of the little characters was supposed to get a haircut. He didn't want to get a haircut and was afraid of the barber. So, me being me, imaginative young spud that I am, I grabbed a scissor, because I have rather long hair, and I was like, oh, it doesn't hurt. It, don't be afraid of the barber talking to the television like all five-year-olds do. And proceeded to cut some chunks of my hair off. Now, I didn't really think this through. And I certainly still, to this day, can't draw a straight line with the ruler. So knowing that, I did some damage. <laughs> didn't realize how much. And after the loose locks hit the floor, I thought, huh, I should not put that in a trash can because that's where they would think to look for it. And mom could find that. So I'll just sweep it under the couch because that seemed smart. The best part is hours went by and mom never noticed what happened. Soon as my brother walked in and saw whatever debacle I had made out of my hair, 
He's like, what happened to you? What happened? Ma, did you look at the kid? So, oops. I never really have much of a memory as far as what uh, that really looked like from an outsider's perspective, since I was the one wearing what was left of my hair. But mom got very angry. And my mother really should be a saint. So she was doing laundry at the time. I was about a room away in the den. She was standing in the kitchen where our laundry stuff is. And she's taking things out of the dryer. And I watched her very angrily ball up socks and fold them into one another. When she was so angry, she threw the socks at me. Again, I was mortified. I had never been hit. This was ridiculous. I was so, so upset. So in a fitted freak out, frenzy panic, I raced to the back of the house and mom's very not happy with me. I can't believe you cut your hair, blah, blah, blah. You know, come back here. And my sister ran into a bedroom with me and we locked the door. I remember thinking that, not that my mother was ever coming after me in reality, but we locked the door and she's like, here, you'll be safe. <laughs> so in fairness, she did protect me when the time had come. But uh, I getting socks thrown at me, I'd still have that conversation with my mother about that. I'm like, you're gonna throw socks at me? Is that what you're gonna do? Throw socks at me? Hmm? Because I never forgot the socks, never quite got over it. I told you I can't forget anything. Anyhow, hopefully these are uh, happy euphemisms to the real kind of anger and terrible things that you could say and do to somebody. So when in doubt, maybe just tell them to get lost, especially if it's really bothering you. That way you don't have to get super angry. If you like my story today, then check us out at eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or follow us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening.